Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Well, today is Monday, and if you realize, I did not get this episode recorded on Sunday afternoon, and it is Monday afternoon, and I'm just now getting this video posted, or this this podcast posted. There's a reason for that. Not a good one, but there's a reason for that. More like an excuse. Um, welcome back to another episode of Here to Help, and... Uh, it is Monday afternoon. Yesterday had just a good day. My pastor was out of town, so it was a good day. So I got to be in charge. It was great. Um, <laughs> just sorry, Mike. And uh, so we, I got to do Sunday school and preach in church, and just had a good day. It was a, it was a good day in church, and I love my church. Um, I love my people. I love those that God has given Mike and I to. Um, minister to and lead and help and love 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 our folks we just have a just a a good family in our church and um, just a good group of people that god has brought together to um, just really love on and care about and uh, so i got to i got to teach sunday school and preach in the morning service and then um had a couple meetings after that had came home and had some lunch with the with Micah and my daughter and then we um, found got together all of our kids and we went up to Auburn and went to an apple orchard and just spent my time with my family and went out to dinner and it was just a good afternoon Um, if you look at my wife's Facebook page you'll see um, some photos of just some candid photos of us just being silly and laughing and it was such a good time and so that is why this um, episode is being recorded today rather than yesterday sorry about that uh, but today I want to talk about something that's been on my heart for a little while and uh, I'm talk about the next generation the next generation and I want to be a help as far as what we do as far as our decision we're gonna our decisions I'm gonna give you a, a read a Bible verse and then I'm gonna talk about a story out of the Bible and then we're gonna talk about the importance of our decisions when it comes to the following generations behind us and um, so we're gonna talk about that a little bit as we get into this episode of here to help The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 13, verse number 22, the Bible says, A good man leaveth an inheritance for his children's children. In other words, the inheritance isn't just for the immediate generation. A good man, a profitable man, will look not just to those kids that he has, but will also look at his grandchildren. He will make sure there's something that's going to last longer than just the next generation, but will keep going beyond his children onto his grandchildren. Um, that's a good man. Let me talk about a story. In the book of Isaiah and also in Second Kings, um, I think it's Isaiah 39, and if I'm not mistaken, it's Second Kings chapter 30. Um, don't quote me on that. Look it up. Follow up. No, I think it's Second Kings chapter 30. Um there's a story of Hezekiah. He's he's nearing the end of his life. Hezekiah was a good king. He was um, pretty much the last good king of Israel or Judah before um, she fell to Babylon. And then, of course, his son Manasseh came by and came after, and he was horrible. But I want to talk about—so anyway, 
um, so this guy, Hezekiah, good guy, um, did some really good things, um, lived for the Lord, loved the Lord, led a, a very um, good kingship. Kingship? Is that is that a word? Um, was a good king. At least the Bible says he's a good king. He might have been a bad guy. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, but he's a good king, made good decisions, loved God. One day he was dying, and he made a deal with God, and... Um, he, he turned it, the, uh, the prophet came in and said, dude, you're dying. Get your things right with God. And he did. And he turned to God and he prayed and he humbled himself. And God said, I'm going to give you 15 more years of his life. From that time, something happened in Hezekiah where he became very prideful. Um, he became a very proud man. And he wasn't as good after that. He, um, it was kind of a sad moment. And so um, the king of Babylon found out that Hezekiah had was dying and then got better. So he came by, he sent some folks and came by and check on him and um, pat him on the back and brought him some herbal tea, I guess. And Hezekiah in his pride took the king of Babylon's representatives through all of his treasures, the treasures of the king's house, treasures of of the temple, and just showed him how wonderful, how much money he had in his bank account. And of course, God um, sends Isaiah to reprove Hezekiah and said, dude, why did you do that? You're going to end up falling because of that. You you planted a seed. Now, Babylon's going to think you have a bunch of cash in your, in your checkbook, and they're going to come, and they're going to rob you. They're going to take over. And they're going to invade. And sure enough, he does. But as Isaiah is proclaiming this judgment against Hezekiah and against Judah, he said, um, as Isaiah says to, said to him, says to him, that was good grammar, uh, said to him, um, you're going to fall. But because you've been an okay king, I'm going to wait until it's your kids. It will happen during your children's time, not during your time. And Hezekiah makes the most astounding statement. He said, good is the word of the Lord. There shall be peace and truth in my days. He said, okay, so Judah's going to fall to Babylon. Oh, well, at least it's not going to happen to me. My kids will all be t dragged um, to Babylon. They'll be made eunuchs. They'll be made servants in the king's house. They, they, what a horrible judgment. And yet then Hezekiah says, huh, as long as it doesn't happen while I'm alive. Doesn't matter if it happens to my kids, as long as I'm going to be okay. What a horrible, selfish, self-centered, haughty, caring only about number one thought that Hezekiah could have. And I've always been astounded at, at his result, at his, his attitude toward the judgment of, of, of Babylon falling to, to uh, Judah falling to Babylon. As long as it's not in my time, who cares about my kids and grandkids? As long as it's not happening to me, it doesn't matter. It's just my kids and grandkids. It doesn't matter if it's happening to, you know, as long as it doesn't happen to my time, it's okay if God's people fall into the hand of, of the king of Babylon because while I'm king, it'll be okay. What complete disassociation of love and care for his family, for his nation, for God's people, 
He's like, as long as there's truth and peace and happiness while I'm alive, I don't care. What a horrible, horrible thing for a dad, a grandparent, a king to say. You know, there's a founding principle that my wife and I have had and we've held on to as we've raised our family. And that founding principle is our what we do, what we think, the decisions we make, where we go. How will this affect our children? One major um, deciding factor to Micah and I serving the Lord and staying faithful to God and doing our best to raise them right because we always wanted to invest so much and see the into our children in the things of the Lord and make sure they understood that the things of God are the priority. That was always a center principle in our lives because we wanted our children, we wanted our grandchildren, we wanted people that we influenced through our lives to see that that guiding principle of what we decided to do because we knew that the decisions we make would affect our children. Now, have we been perfect? No. There have been times that my wife and I, we've, well, let's, let's just blame me. Let's not blame her. Um, there have been times where I've made decisions that um, were not the most beneficial for my kids. But my intent was always um, to be faithful, to keep going, to be strong, to stand by principle. Um, why? Because I knew, I knew that my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, I knew those that were watching my wife and I's life for example, and for encouragement, and for decisions, and for guidance. I knew that those people would be watching, and how dare I make decisions or act in such a way that would influence those people negatively, especially my children and grandchildren. One of the saddest parts of the Bible, I think, well, I'm, I'm reading probably the saddest part of the Bible. I'm reading through, I'm reading the Bible uh, in a chronological order, and I'm going through the times of, of um, the ending of the, the kings of Israel. Israel's fallen to Assyria. Judah's about to fall to um, Babylon. Um, the prophets are preaching against it, going through the, the major and minor prophets. Things are all about to fall apart. What a sad time for Israel. What a sad time for God's people. But another sad time is if you read the book of Joshua, the end of the book of Joshua, and you find out as you the first end of Joshua into the book of Judges, it takes three to four generations before the nation is completely given to idolatry, foolishness, sin, and they've completely have forgotten the God that brought them into the promised land. Just a couple generations. Just like that. They forgot their God. Just like that, they, they turned their back on the one who parted the Red Sea. Just like that, they forgot the one who brought them out of Egypt. Just like that, they forgot the one who met with them on Mount Sinai, gave them the law, gave them the tabernacle, gave them truth, gave them purpose, gave them manna, gave them water, gave them victory, brought them to the far side of Jordan River, parted the waters they crossed and gave them victory as they took the promised land. And within just a couple generations... They had turned holy to idolatry. There was a disconnect 
so quickly because of decision-making, because of principles, because of actions, because they weren't thinking of the next generation. They weren't thinking of those that come behind us. How well are you doing when it comes to the decisions you make, the choices you make, the direction you go, the things you allow in your home? How how much effort are you putting into making sure that you're thinking about not just you and not just your happiness and not just your wants and wishes, but you're thinking about the following generations? You're thinking about your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. Are you doing what is necessary to make sure that they have the things they need, that they're heading in the right direction, that they have a great example to follow? Let's first start off with the physical life. Our physical life. I work really hard to keep myself as healthy as possible um, because I do not want to be a burden, a physical burden upon my family. I don't want to physically get unhealthy in such a way that I'm a burden to my family and not able to provide for them or take care of them, protect them, meet their needs. I do my best to make sure that I'm taking care of my body. I eat right. I drink. Um, when I got sick last winter, boy, I was really sick last winter. Well, I had to make a major diet um, change to my diet to stay alive. Had I keep, kept going down the path I was going, I would probably end up with um, some really, really bad internal problems. But I made a major shift in my in my diet um, because of a food allergy, and now, guess what? I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. Is it inconvenient? Yeah. It's a little more money? Yeah. But I want to be around for my, my, my wife. I want to be around for my children. I want to see my grandchildren. And if I'm not taking care of myself physically, that is not going to be possible. How about spirit? How about emotionally? <laughs> no, let's not do that. Uh, how about spiritually? Are you instilling as a parent, as a as a leader, as a husband, as a wife, as a mom, as a dad, as a grandparent? Are you instilling in your life? Are you making proper decisions? Are you going the right direction? Are you are you motivated on spiritual matters? Are you making God the priority? Are you making uh, others a priority? So that your, your, your children and your grandchildren and those people looking at you, those next generations looking to you, are you making God a priority in your life in such a way that they look to you and say, this must be important? You read your Bible. Do you pray? Do you journal? Do you go to church? Do you serve? Do you live for others? Do you give to the work of the ministry? Do you tell others about Jesus? Do you do, Are you living in such a way that's going to affect your children and your grandchildren? Are you leaving a godly inheritance, not just cash, but are you leaving an inheritance where you're, you're giving that next generation following you, telling them this Jesus thing is real, this Jesus thing matters? Eternity is a long time for your children and grandchildren to not know that God is important and that, that Christ is not important and that eternity is real. It's way too long to, it's way too long to just flippantly uh, pretend that church doesn't matter or reading your Bible doesn't matter. Well, I'm just too busy to read my Bible. I get upset when people say I'm just too busy. There's no excuse for not making God a priority in your life because you have some children and grandchildren that are looking to you. Are you 
living a spiritual life, living, putting down a, a spiritual foundation for your children and grandchildren to follow? Are you leaving a godly inheritance? Not just a 401k, but are you leaving them something that say, mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, great grandma, great grandpa, they love Jesus Christ. Are you leaving a godly inheritance for them? Because a good man does that. Physically, spiritually, emotionally. Are you leaving an inheritance for them? Like I said at the beginning of the, the, the episode, um, yesterday afternoon after church, after we got home, I had some lunch and uh, met up with our children. And um, we went um, up to Auburn and went to an apple orchard. They did that just for me because they all went to the apple orchard without daddy because daddy was working. So they all went to the apple orchard without me last week and, you know, went out to dinner and had a great time and rubbed it in when I got home from work, you know, supporting them all. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not bitter. Um, but we went to the apple orchard and, and, um, just laughed and giggled, drank some apple cider, told jokes, took some silly candid pictures. And this um, later on, and today, our children all texting and talking to my wife, all like, yesterday was so much fun. It was so awesome. We laughed and it was good and it felt good. But little did my children know was on the inside, Mike and I were dying because we missed Christopher. We missed our son that passed away last fall. It would have been a perfect day had Chris been there with us. It would have been perfect. But he went to heaven without us. He went on before us. But the beautiful thing was my kids never knew it. Mike and I laughed. We smiled, we took pictures, and we made sure our children saw that we were enjoying our time with them. And it was amazing. And it was so much fun. It was this weird mixture of joy and sorrow. <laughs> it was such a good time. Emotionally strengthening time. And we're leaving that with our children. They will know. They will always remember those times where we just sat around a silly little picnic table at, at Billy Bob's Orchard up in the middle of nowhere, Auburn, Maine. Just laughing, taking silly pictures, drinking apple cider, just having a good time together. Leaving them an inheritance. Are you too busy that you're not spending time with your kids? Are you too busy that you can't laugh with them? Are you too busy that you're not enjoying life at their side and leaving them something good emotionally to pass on? A good man leaveth an inheritance, layeth up an inheritance for his children's children. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, are you investing and living in such a way that you're leaving something good for those coming behind you? 
do they know? Do they know the Lord? Do they know laughter? Do they know joy? Do they know hard work? Do they know what it means to be a servant? Do they know what it means to live for others? Do they know by looking at mom and dad? Are you laying up a good foundation, a good inheritance for those come behind you? You say, my kids are grown. You say, I don't have any kids. You say, I don't even have a spouse yet. Work on it. Find someone to invest in and leave an inheritance. Leave something behind you that showed on this planet that you that you were strong. You lived for the Lord. You did what you could. You were um, you, you you invested. Something important is going to be left behind in their lives because you were on this planet. Are you laying up a good inheritance? Because it's important, and it's needful, and it's right. A good man. Leaves a good inheritance to his children's children. <laughs> I hope that was a help to you. I hope that that planted a seed. The decisions you make, the choices you make, the direction you go, the fact whether you got up in the morning, read your Bible, lived for the Lord, did something right, helped people, were nice, were kind. Are you leaving a good inheritance? Are you leaving something which people coming behind you can take and use a good inheritance? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you being strong spiritually? Are you living for others? Are you smiling? Are you nice to people? How are you doing on that? I hope that was a help. If you'd like to contact us, my wife or I or me, contact me <laughs> good grammar i'm killing grammar lately it's i'm so sorry if you speak english i do not so it's okay um but if you'd like to get a hold of us it's here to help ministry at gmail.com here to help ministry at gmail if you'd like to reach out through social media we always post these to our um, helps page on on facebook um, you reach out to those if you'd like to um, call us on the phone text us like that just let us know and we'll send you our email if you like to talk to my wife i'll give you her cell phone number i'll put it on, on i'll put it on the, the world everybody can know my wife's cell phone that way everybody can know what happened uh, reach out to us we'd love to hear from you if you have any things concerns comments prayer requests um, questions just reach out we'd love to hear from you but leave a godly inheritance for your children's children don't be like Hezekiah. Well, at least there will be truth and peace in my kingdom, in my life. My kids, they're going to end up being eunuchs for the king of Babylon, but man, everything for me is going to be fine. What a horrible attitude to have. Quit living for yourself and realize that there are little ones coming behind you. Your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. It's time to start thinking of that. As you make your decisions, live your life, as you're taking care of your body, as you're taking care of your soul, as you're taking care of yourself spiritually, realize that there are people coming behind you. And leave an inheritance for your children's children. Love you. Let's have a great week. If you need anything, reach out. Love to hear from you. Talk to you later.